Hey everybody, how you doing today? It's Robert with uh, Miller Education Ventures. Listen, I was just listening to quite a few podcasts over the past week. <clears throat> and I don't know about you, but I'm hearing a lot of young people giving opinions on what should be done when it comes to resumes. How to do interviews. And I'm like aghast. I really am. You know... Yes, I am um, a baby boomer, and I have been around quite a while when it comes to employment, careers, advice, um, especially when it comes to post-secondary advice. And when I hear these young people having podcasts talking about what should be done, a one-page resume compared to a two-page resume, having, uh, say for example, one page should consist of 10 years of your work experience. If you have under six years of experience, it should only be one page. Well, what happens to the other four years? Like, you, like honest to God, people, what is wrong with people giving advice when they can't even make up their own mind on the podcast? Giving professional advice of what should be done. Like I've said on my other uh, podcasts that I had last uh, time, was saying that don't go more than one page, period. It doesn't matter if you've got no experience, if you've got 25 or 30 or 40 years experience, do not go over one page, why? Because let's say for example, everybody knows there's scanners out there for HR departments. And if they set that scanner that do not recognize two pages on one resume, guess what, you're out. But if they send it, send it to 10 pages, yeah, you're in, okay? But what are the odds are that they're going to want you to tell them your entire life story on a resume? Like, get real. Come right down to it, people. Very top of your resume. Name. Email address that you check often. Your, your phone number. And I'm not talking home. I'm talking about cell number. Because when that phone rings, you pick it up. You do not let it go to voicemail. Third thing on the top, your LinkedIn profile link. Your resume must coincide to your LinkedIn profile. And I'm not talking about just professional white collars. I'm talking about professional blue collars. This is for everybody, people. You know, and if you don't have any experience and you're brand new out of school, or you're going for a, for a, a summer internship or whatever. You know, focus on your education on the top. Simple. That's not rocket science. So if you have a degree or even a diploma or a certificate, put it at the very top for what you are applying for. Done. Next in line. Experience. If you do not have any work experience, you put down your volunteer work, extracurricular activities you've done in school, anything that you have done that will be recognized as an asset. It doesn't matter if it's pertaining to the job or not. Just get something down. Again, I am not going to talk about a functional resume and only craft your resumes with details that are only, and I quote, only 
pertaining to the job. So if you are a um, IT specialist and you've got gaps in your resume or you've had several different jobs besides IT and you only put down your IT experience with the showing the gaps, you're making a big mistake. Seriously. Now, I am hearing a lot of these other people giving advice that is completely wrong. Whoa, like, you know, I don't know how these people even... Um, I don't even know how they get they get this advice. Maybe things are different in the U.S. But I've worked with a lot of U.S. clients. And they have had great success taking my advice, sticking with the one page. Now, getting in the body of the resume, yeah. Put in your experiences, put in your interests, put in your hobbies, put in this, put in that. Okay, but I'm not talking about filler and I'm not talking about lying. Do not lie on your resume. And on the very bottom, you can put something a little bit more personal. But I'm not talking about putting your picture on there either. Don't fool yourself, people. There are people out there giving advice that have no business giving advice. Especially when you are just in your 20s or 30s. And you haven't even gotten your, your feet wet in the world of reality. Oh, I am not condemning them for trying. But I certainly would not take their advice when it comes to job hunting, resume writing, how to network. Oh, by the way, networking. You know, that is an art itself. Just like interview skills, it's an art. Stay away from meetups. Stay away from social clubs. Why am I saying stay away? Stay away from meetups and social clubs. Social clubs, people, including meetups, are only there for their own benefit. They're only there to get business for themselves. They don't give a shit about you or what you're doing. So take it to heart. When you're networking, there is a good way, a safe way, and then there's ways that you will get exploited by others that you're networking with. But seriously, getting back to resumes, people, one page, one page. Now, if you've got 30 years of experience in a certain field, you know, that's fantastic. But in 2020, it is several jobs for several companies. In the old days, we were taught, you go to school, you get a good education, you get good marks, you graduate, you get one job with one company, you retire, and you've had a life. <laughs> well, in 2020, for the last 10 years, it has not been that way, seriously. Not been that way. It's multiple jobs, for possible one, com one company or multiple jobs, one company or several companies. The world has changed. Jobs are being combined. Job titles are being changed. Job descriptions are being changed. They're asking for 20,000 different requirements to be a receptionist now and pay you minimum wage. Be careful, people. It's getting tricky out there. And the employers, including headhunters, or if you want to call them recruiters, they're the ones that are recommending 
to basically shadow the actual job title and responsibilities and qualifications so you as the public cannot look up what the salary currently would be for entry level mid-management or management or executive and it's all because they do not want you to have the ability and the upper hand in knowing what that job is paying for here's my advice You put your own value on your own abilities. And I'm not talking skills. Today, education doesn't really mean that much as it used to back in the 70s and 80s. Skills are important. But you hear over and over and over again from these recruiters and headhunters, transferable skills. Well, wipe that bullshit out of your head too. That does not matter anymore. What matters, what you're doing today, and the value you can provide to the employer today and down the road. Please, people, I would love to hear your feedback. And you know something, if you don't like something on this podcast, once in a while I do drop a, a, a swear bomb or F-bomb, whatever you want to call it. But I tell it like it is, and I don't cut to any shading anything over and making it look mysterious and all this other crap that other people do. I tell it like it is because I believe in honesty. I believe in being direct. I believe in getting it right up front and where the, the pink elephant that sits in the middle of the room is. Get the real, get life because life, people are, is not just going fast, but the changing of the career environment all the way from prospecting to informational interviews to interview skills to networking to how to accept offers do you know it's all changed it's not the old way anymore and I am going to be releasing a course very very soon recognizing what is going on and what works today in 2020 Give me feedback, people. I'd like to know what you want to hear about specifically when it comes to careers and career hunting, interviews, anything you have on your mind. Thank you.